Growing up, it was hard because yeah. it's like, oh, you're born on Halloween. Take off your mask. Oh, I'm sorry. That's your fit. You know, I mean. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. The- Welcome to Error 404, Birthday Not Found, the only podcast about birthdays. If a girl doesn't have a birthday. Hey everyone, my name is Michelle. I was found in China. I don't even know if I'm Chinese. All I really want to know is what it means to have a birthday. Today I get to talk with a really talented guest. She performs the shamisen, which is a Japanese banjo, uh, around LA, especially at the Japanese American Cultural and Community Center. Her group and her just went to Japan to perform as well. She's an actor, a writer, adopted, and she also happens to be my aunt. Give it up for Loris Hashimoto. Yay. Yay. How's it going, Loris? How are you? Fine. Thank Wonderful. you for having me. Thank you for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Yay! Now you're telling me you don't really, you don't really identify as being adopted. No, I know I'm adopted. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're Japanese. I'm Japanese. Adopted into a Japanese family. Adopted to a Japanese family. Yes. Do you feel more Japanese or do you feel more American? That's the hard part because with my mom, she, when I was young, she put me into the the Japanese performing arts. So I'm not your typical JA in the sense of I didn't grow up playing basketball. Wait, that's a thing? That's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, because I started at a young age, like five, at five, I learned a lot of the, not only cultures, but the manners and everything. And my mom, when she adopted me, she was older. Mm-hmm. So, so it was more or less there. It's not that, you know, I grew, I grew up in a, how do you say it? Conservative Japanese household. Mm. Like when I, when I was going to school, uh, I went to a predominantly Caucasian school. Oh, really? Yeah. How was that? That must have been alienating. No, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, it, it was what it was. You know, you, you would, I would get teased because I was Asian, but back then, you know, they don't, they didn't know the difference between Chinese or Japanese or whatever. Right. So I would get ching chong, ching chong and all that kind of stuff. And, I'm Japanese. We don't have ching chong, ching chong. <laughs> right? Or they would say, I didn't understand this one. They would say stuff like soggy rice, no taste nice. And I'm thinking, why are you eating soggy rice? You know what I mean? Right. Well, if it doesn't taste nice, why the fuck are you eating it? Right. Right? I don't eat soggy rice. Did you ever bring your lunch to school? Like I used to bring Japanese curry to school and all the kids, they were white. They were like, ew, that smells weird. I did that. I did that one time, and okay, I'm a lot older than you, so I did this. Like, I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my age. I did this in the late six. I think it was like early seventies. Okay, early seventies. I brought obento. We're talking with the rice, with the hashi, and yeah. everything. And the moment, because I thought, hey, it's kind of cool, different, because I like kind of doing different things. And they, they like, ew. What's that? Rice. 
Ew, you eat that? What else? You know, and the fact it's foreign to them because I'm eating it with hushies. Yeah. Chopsticks. Yeah. You know, so I never brought Obento back to, you know, middle school again, but that's how it was. How does it make you feel that more people are eating bento like white people does it make you feel better or does it make you feel like oh get off my no family it, tradition or, or what no it it's like? um if there's any not insult but it's like get off my family tradition it's like don't bastardize it yeah you know like uh okay yeah uh that that we've been living like that it's nothing new right right uh, but no, I don't pour show you on my rice. Uh huh. Right. Or, um, like poke. Uh huh. Even though that's or sushi mo- burritos. Or, right. Oh. I mean, the poke from Hawaii, but it's like you, you, you don't put, you, you don't put Fritos in there or, <laughs> you know, like there's some place like in Santa Monica where it, it's really not poke. It's they just not. put like some raw fish in there and, yeah. It's messed up. It, it really is. is. It is. It's fucked. Yeah. So I want to talk about your birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was just last month. Halloween. Ooh. Do you get a lot of candy on your birthday? No, I go out to dinner or I'll do something because honestly, I don't, I don't give out candy. You don't give out candy? No, because Why? there's not enough kids. Like okay. one year, that there, makes sense. there might be like <laughs> five kids. So I'll stock up and then the next year there might not be any. So I'm not going to really waste money on candy. You never go to the store and buy candy and say, oh, it's for the kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, just lies I told myself. <laughs> I like those big candy bars. And oh, they're just well, so much fun. And they're so much cheaper during yeah, but Halloween. <laughs> just buy it. That You shouldn't have an excuse. <laughs> well, you know. No one knows. Do you like Halloween? Is it your favorite holiday? Um, like I bet it would get, you know, growing up, it was hard. Growing up, it was hard because it's like, oh, you're born on Halloween. Take off your mask. Oh, I'm sorry. That's your fate. You know, I mean, oh my God, what the fuck? No, but who said that to you? But you know, cause you're born on Halloween, right? And what do you wear on Halloween? costumes yeah right so yeah but kids could be vicious oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> don't don't you know all i know is like uh, hey i mean i turned it around like hey everybody's celebrating my birthday cool just be careful you know <laughs> so okay you play the shamisen yes how long have you been playing that uh collectively 50 years congratulations that's oh, awesome you. And you performed in the Karate Kid too, um, in the how, back, back, in back. That's great, though. How fun is that? It was okay. It was I mean, all right. I, I'm still getting my residual checks. So that's, that's amazing. Fine. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. Do you perform by yourself more? Or do you perform with a group? I perform with a group. Uh huh. Yep. Nice. There's never a solo shamisen. There is, but I choose not to do that. And you can sing if you do so. If if I don't sing, right? <laughs> I don't unless sing. unless it's really demanded of me. Yeah, when I you think, went to Japan. No, I didn't sing. I danced. Gotcha. Me. And I played the shamisen. It's called Naguta shamisen. Uh huh. 
that's the type of shamisen you hear in the kabuki. Mm-hmm. It's the real slow one. It's the storytelling one. Ooh. Anyways, um, we would sing and, you know, when you have a traumatic experience when you're younger and you're singing and your voice cracks and everybody laughs, you kind of tell yourself when you're a young kid, oh, I can't sing. Mm. You know, so. Um, I'll sing in the car or whatever, but, and I'll sing with an ensemble, mm-hmm. but I don't choose to say, oh, I'm a good singer. Ah, you know, have a solo. Well, what kind of, what would you describe the genre of music that you play? The shamisen? Yes. It's uh, called minyo, equivalent to, uh, say it's uh, Japanese folk music. Cool. Um, if you want to compare it to, uh, an American genre, it would be like the blues or, Mm. um, like long time ago, you would hear a long time ago when you have the people in the cotton fields, they're singing just to make sure that the time goes by and just to get everybody together. That's what it is. It's, it's songs of the land does that make you feel more grounded because you were adopted no 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 you know i mean each prefecture equivalent to a state they have their own specific song you know like there's this one in kyushu which is uh called tankobushi which is the coal miners dance Mm -hmm. and that's one of the most famous one if you will like at the obons right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that which is a japanese dance of the dead Obon, yes. But uh, the Tankobushi, those are the coal miners in the uh, coal mines. Uh And just to make sure the day goes by and they want to come out safe and, you know. So um, it's just getting to know what each song is. It has nothing to do with um, getting to know my roots. Well, I okay, partially. Yeah. But... Um, just how seeped a lot of these songs are into the history, the history of each town or each prefecture. Do you have a favorite song? No, you like to not right now. No, no, okay. yeah, I don't speak Japanese, so <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Okay, Jesus Christ, do you know how to speak Japanese just to get by? Yeah, but not to have a full blown conversation. Like yeah. I could talk to Auntie, no problem. But, <laughs> you know, it's sprinkled with English, right? So. Right, right. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't, it's a beautiful language, but I swear to God, it's so hard. In the Japanese tradition, do they celebrate birthdays differently? Besides the everyone starts at zero. Have you heard of that one? In the yeah, Buddhist but religion? you know, when it, it's so in my weird. Time, traditionally from Japan, they do that, but you know, in my family, it's like, oh, yeah, you're 15, okay. Right. <laughs> it's your, you know, typical thing. Right. Yeah. But if you were raised in Japan, you'd probably be like, everyone would be born on the same day. I, I don't know. Same if they, age. I don't think they do that. But when it comes to uh, traditions and like their, the Yakudoshis or what, then they'll, they'll refer back to, oh, yeah, you know, everybody's born on day one of this year. That's so weird. I don't think they do that in China. I think so, but I feel like I would mess with your identity because I feel like your birthday in America is such like a, oh, it's a me day. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I feel like it is. Oh, okay. Essentially. And when you take away that, I guess the word autonomy is, if you take it away, then you just feel, eh, 
you know, there's nothing special. There's just, nothing special. And that's there. how yeah. I feel like a lot of people treat it. They're like, oh, it's just another day. But then you think if you were raised in that tradition, in Japanese tradition, in an older generation, it would change probably who you are and how you think about your birthday. I think the only time that came into play, you uh-huh. know, ask auntie, grandma, is <laughs> my grandma, your grandma, <laughs> yeah. is um, maybe when it came to uh, certain church religion you know like in the buddhist thing yeah. when it came to certain services but in daily life i don't know if that came into play okay maybe maybe like samurai times maybe yeah <laughs> but um i don't think do you have any like japanese superstitions or do you hold on to like darumas and do you use those no. are like little goal makers. They're great. Um, filled one eye. The only superstition I was held to when I was growing up, when I was living in my parents' house, is they always say, like in my room, I can never face my headboard to the north. And I'm like, why? And I, I guess that's, I might be getting this wrong. They said that's the way they lay their dead. Oh my God. And I'm like, it didn't matter to me because I'm here. Right. Right. No, you can't like this. Yeah, That's okay, such a fine. weird superstition, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Or don't eat the if you're if you're single or you're young. Don't eat the last piece. You see, you still see it, right? That's a thing. Don't eat the last piece. That means you're never going to get married. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> um, well, there we go. There you go. <laughs> or, but then as you get older, it changes. You know, you just have to be. Uh, you never take the last one because you're supposed to be gracious and let the company take but then if the company doesn't eat the last one because that means that they're pretty very you know right it, yeah so that's that, so interesting right so that piece just kind of stays there but now it's like fuck it eat it did you ever do did you ever did you ever go to the japanese penis festival? <laughs> japanese have weird weird festivals I think Japanese are more perverted than people really think they're super they have a whole genre of yes. porn yeah it's, and they're open about it. They're open about yeah, it. Yeah, they're super open about and it. And it's, to me, I think that's kind of gross. Why? Sexuality should be... No, sexuality is fine. It's just, um, they mark, you know, they, they categorize it, you know, in one part, you know, you have to be perfect and whatever, but they make, they make sex very nasty. Patriarchal. Salacious. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, it, it just, it's too freaky. Tentacles. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> you read too many anime or manga books. Ah, <laughs> uh, not those. God, no. <laughs> because you were adopted by Japanese people, did adoption come up often in your childhood? Adoption came up only, I think, when it was when they told me, which I don't remember but i remember it as young as i can remember does that make sense that's great that they told you yeah in high school when you're in biology you have those you know you have to learn about your family tree or the lineage or bloodlines and stuff okay is this in your family is heart disease in your family does you know uh yeah uh, i'll never know right i i would just go up to the instructor and say it doesn't uh, pertain to me because i'm adopted doesn't it feel weird at that time, it kind of did because, you know, you see people like my, you know, the the same students. They would just kind of look at me like, what? You know, it's, it's nothing that I came off and say, hey, I'm adopted. But 
I was, I didn't hide it. If people right. were to ask, oh yeah, I'm adopted. It, it never fazed me. That's good. Yeah. Have you done Ancestry.com? Yeah, I did. Didn't come up with much. It only helps if the other side does any, uh, if they do the spit test, if you will. But it told you that you were 100% Japanese. It did. It did. So but, how did you find your birth mother? Um, mm, through searching in the sense of every so often I would look for um, clues. And I knew my, how do you say, my birth, given last name. And from there I would every so often look for that name and um, I found out what the bio, not bio, but the man that gave me his last name and by a mom eventually married him. They had kids and then I went backwards and I found out who those kids were and how do you say maybe like 30 years, 40 years, 30 mm -hmm. years. It finally, the uh, road finally ended up um, finding her. Meaning I knew I had two older uh, half sisters and I know I have two younger half brothers, mm -hmm. but maybe it's, I just don't want to open Pandora's box for them. Meaning never um, for right now. Okay. Meaning um, as far as, as far as I know what my birth mother uh, had told them of my disappearance is that I died. And so they might think I'm dead. So I, I don't know if all of a sudden it's, Hey, you know, shock the hell out of them. I feel like as long as you don't expect anything from them, I don't, that's, then, that's yeah. why I don't even go there. Just to say hi though. Just to say, um, Hey, I'm alive. And if you need me, I'm here. Cause I feel no. like this world is so lonely and, we only have the people that are closest to us. Um, no. As of right now, no. That's fine. You know, because why? Okay. Question is, why would I to get to know them? But right now, my life is fine. That's great. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. 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 Why? Why muddle muddle it when it yeah. doesn't need to be muddled? Yeah. So. That's good. That's that's same for me. Like, why would I want to go back to China to see to to find out anything when my life is so great out here? Right, like, that would just ruin right. everything. I right, guess. I don't know. Yeah. So when you um, met her, I really didn't meet her. We went under the guise of um, to this retirement. To this, what do you what would you call Cato? Retirement home, assisted living. Okay. Uh, and she's uh, an, an instructor for watercolor. And so my girlfriend and I went under um, the guise of, hey, we're going to, we want to check out some of uh, the programs you guys have in case mom, grandma, auntie wants to come here. And uh, we saw her. My girlfriend took a picture and uh, we talked about it and... We decided rather than approaching her that day to wait a couple weeks, my girlfriend approached her and she, how do you say, denied 
a lot of things. And I know you're thinking, well, she could deny anything, but I had names. Um, and one of them was the father of her sons. Mm-hmm. Do you know Mr. So-and-so? And she says, I don't remember. I don't know. So she's hiding. She's not hiding a lot, but she doesn't want to give up a lot of give up a lot of information. Understand. And she told people that I had died. So to Jesus Christ. No, it's okay. So to have to deal with that. And let's say she did want to meet me, but how does she tell people, oh, this is my daughter that I gave up for adoption, but I told you all she died. And I have a feeling she had a pretty rough life. So why would she want to meet or be reminded of the life she didn't want to remember? I don't know. That's a question for that's, her mother. That's a question for the mom, you know. Definitely. And uh, when my girlfriend told me all this, I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, she says, well, how do you feel about it? And I'm like, I'm fine with it. She goes, do you have any questions? I said, no, you gave me enough answers. And I said, in some ways, I said, I'm kind of relieved. Because if she said, yes, I want to meet her. That means I have to deal with a lot of stuff and I don't know what it is. Right. Right. So right now things are fine. That's good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to tell adopted kids that are going through this? Because it's, it's a hard journey. It's a hard journey, but you know, if, if you grew up in a great family god bless um you know look for what you had because apparently god wanted you in that in that family or you know placed you but if you had a hard life and i know there's a lot of people who didn't have a good how do you say childhood if you will Mm -hmm. you know um hold on (laughs) turn into art turn it into art you know um Again, there's a reason. That's such a cop-out. I know it sounds no, like no, there's no, no, a no. reason. But if you find, ultimately, be honest with yourself and find out through the pain and through what you could do with it, honestly, something really awesome will come out of it. I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. So you were you, you did a lot of floral work. Yes. How was that? It was okay. Uh, mom was, it was, I took over my mom's business, uh-huh. which she always loved flowers. Excuse me. But, um, as the next generation, I think I just took it over just to make her happy. Did I love flowers? No. No. I mean, I like flowers, but you the know, there's a lot them. of people where like, oh, I love flowers. I can live with, fl-. you know, they have it in their house. There's no flowers in my house. There's no plants in my house the the spiritual idea behind flowers that they die no No. that bother me that bothers me no with me with me it's like if it's in my house fuck i gotta clean it up (laughs) you know yeah um there's no it's not permanent 
I mean, if they were just permanent, that'd be great, but that means they're artificial. But you have to deal, because I was a florist, I was in the business for over 35 years, you have to deal with the water, which is nasty. You have to clean the flowers. Roses aren't that pretty. Definitely. When you get, yeah. So You'd rather just write plays. I'd rather just write plays. So you're writing a play right now. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. I'm, thank you. That's exciting. It is. <gasps> it is. It's in its fourth draft. Which one? Oh, my God. Yeah. How many are you writing? Well, I have numerous, but two are out right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm having some people help me with the revisions and the opinions. So I can't wait. I one, read them. One is has to deal with, one says, Journey to Mom, which has which deals with a young girl. As she got older, she decided she wanted to find her birth mother. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called Dream to Love, and it deals with three women, and one of them's dealing with the loss of her husband, and another one is dealing with getting older and saggy boobs. Oh, my God. And then the younger one, she's like in her young, early 20s, she's dealing with coming out of an abusive relationship and learning how to believe in herself again, stuff like that. That sounds fantastic. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to end my podcast okay. with uh-huh. a, a segment, a recurring segment. What would you spend with a $2 bill? I spent them before. You have? Yeah. I have, I have, believe, believe it or not, I have a $2 bill prior to the war. I will not spend that one. Or is that a dollar bill? I have a, I, I think it's a $2 bill or a silver dollar or a silver, a $1 bill. Yeah. That's prior to World War II. Holy shit. Yeah. I won't spend those because just for the fact. Um, what would I spend a $2 bill? Anything. Seriously. If it's in my wallet and I need to get some coffee, I'll spend it. You don't, you don't attach any meaning to it at all? No. All right. I know. I'm so boring, right? No, you're not. Not at all. <laughs> no. Where can my listeners find you? I don't have. Um, you got an email? Email, yeah. <laughs> Lauren Dan at earthlink.net. Perfect. Okay. Done. Done. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. It was fun. That was fun, Larise. And we're back. Thank you so much, Larise, for being so open. Oh, that's rough. I can imagine... And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, despite the many uninvited cameos from Snap, Crackle, Pop. P.S. If you if you want to help me, I tried to fix it in post, and it didn't really work. Growing up in a predominantly white school is pretty rough. You get ostracized for being different, but you also get fetishized. And I found that more as I was growing up, going to high school and all that stuff, people would I, I met many people who are who had yellow fever in the college. So, if you were born on Halloween, would you celebrate Halloween more or your birthday? Let me know.